forestall the bulldozers until the site's significance could be ascertained. I'd contacted the office of the state archaeologist in Columbia, and they'd accepted my offer to dig some test trenches. And here I was, with twenty undergraduates. And on our thirteenth and penultimate day, plankton brain. My patience was fraying like an overused rope. Naim? I fought back the urge to walk away. Temperance Brennan. Temperance? Amused. Don't hear that name so much. I'm called Tempe. Right. What kind of Indians? Probably Sui. What's the point in digging them up? I hit the little cretin with the interview terminator. Jargon. Burial customs aren't well known for aboriginal southeastern coastal populations, and this site could substantiate or refute ethno-historic accounts. So, what are you finding? Bones. Just bones? The tick was now crawling up Winborn's neck. Give a heads up? Screw it. The guy was irritating as hell. I launched into my standard cop and coroner spiel. The skeleton paints a story of an individual, sex, age, height, ancestry, in certain cases, medical history or manner of death. Pointedly glancing at my watch, I followed with my archaeological shtick. Ancient bones are a source of information on extinct populations, how people lived, how they died, what they ate, what diseases they suffered. Windborn's gaze drifted over my shoulder. I turned. Topher Burgess was approaching, various forms of organic and inorganic debris pasted to his sunburned torso. Short and plump, with knit cap, wire rims, and mutton-chop sideburns, the kid reminded me of an undergraduate Smee. Old one intruding into three east. I waited, but Topher didn't elaborate. Odd, I coaxed. It's articulated. We're thinking intrusive. Topher shifted his weight from one bare foot to another. I'll check it out in a minute. Topher nodded, turned, and trudged back to the excavation. What's that mean, articulated? The tick had reached Winborn's ear and appeared to be considering alternate routes. Improper anatomical alignment. The bones in these communal graves are usually jumbled, sometimes in clumps. Occasionally, one or two skeletons will be articulated. Why? Could be a lot of reasons. Maybe someone died immediately before closure of a common pit. Maybe the group was moving on, didn't have time to wait out decomposition. A full ten seconds of scribbling, during which the tick moved out of sight. Intrusive. What's that mean? A body was placed in the grave later. Would you like a closer look? It's what I'm living for. Putting Hanky to forehead, Winborn sighed as if he were on stage. I crumbled. There's a tick in your collar. Winborn moved faster than it seemed possible for a man of his bulk to move. The tick flew to the sand, apparently used to rejection. I set off quickly, knowing Winborn wouldn't keep up. Mean? Yes. But time was short, and I was conscience clear on the tick.
Waiting for Winborn, I scanned the excavation. Two test trenches had already been dug and refilled. The first had yielded nothing but sterile soil. The second had produced human bone, early vindication of Jaffer's suspicions. Three other trenches were still open. Topher was shooting pictures at the easternmost trench. The rest of his team sat cross-legged, eyeing the focus of his interest. Winborn joined me on the cusp between panting and gasping. I was moving toward Topher when Winborn's voice stopped me. We got company. Turning, I saw a man in pink polo shirt and khaki pants hurrying across, not around the dunes. He was small, almost child size, with silver gray hair buzzed to the scalp. I recognized him instantly. Richard L. Dickey Dupree, entrepreneur, developer.